Welcome to You Heard Me Right, a podcast that brings people together through creativity, collaboration, and colorful conversation. I'm your host, Casey. I hope that today's episode will help you find the groove as we introduce you to three New York artists who take us on a journey filled with rhythm and remembrance. Speaking of which, if you don't quite remember how this works, one writer is given a one to two word theme, which is used as a source of inspiration for a short form written piece. That written piece is then given to two different audio artists to inspire an original sonic composition. The three guests have no contact with one another until we all link up to discuss the work and just like vibe. (laughs) The theme for today's episode is rave. We're gonna get this party started right after this bangin' commercial break. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Casey, joining you on the dance floor of the You Heard Me Right Underground Rave Party. I'm glad you got your invite. There's so many cool people here, and I wouldn't have wanted you to miss this. Oh, speaking of cool people, I need you to put your hands in the air one time for today's guest writer, Taji. I am Taji, Taji Sr. specifically, and what I do is curation and and thinking about Blackness in terms of flight, Blackness in terms of possibility. So when I got the prompt, when I got the word rave, I didn't think about the anonymity of my future collaborators. I did the thing, and now it gets to be whatever it's going to be, and I'm just grateful to have contributed my part to it. Taji will now read her written piece entitled, An Enthusiastic Start. Have I ever told you how much I love them? If you could have seen them like I did that very first time on that very first night, you would have fallen in love with them too. No, not fallen. That's, that's wrong. You would have, as I did, watching how they bent and shook and rumbled and swayed laughed outrageously delicious laughter into the night air, have gathered every single breath available to you, climbed as high as you could, inhaled, and dove headfirst into love with them. Falling suggests a mistake, something passive, and they 
were an invigorating, pulsating, and unmistakably active force. Excuse me, love, can I talk to you for a minute? Some shouted over the baseline with varied success. Others hung back, watching it all unfold before them, unwilling to blink lest they miss a single moment of the revelry. A few strutted around hoping to be seen and blossoming under the heavy haze of heat rolling off the bodies next to them. I was there, in the negative space, between the needle and the wax, in every brilliant beat, the proud creation and progeny of a people so devastatingly gorgeous that all you could do when you saw them move was scream, go, 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 and pray that their flight would carry you with them. enthusiastic start to this podcast Taji don't stop don't stop y'all because it looks like our first audio artist Mike is ready to drop the beat well my name is Mike Clemo and when people ask me what I do I usually say that I'm a sound artist and I'm a musician you know when I saw the the word rave I'm old enough to remember the rave scene but like I wasn't there it made it started it started making me ask questions of myself like what what am i that nostalgic for or what what does that nostalgia feel like and when do you have that moment where suddenly everything else goes away and you're back there oh mike coming through with the chill party vibes i see you oh hey I'm going to go to the DJ booth real quick to request a song. But my first request is for you to check out how our second audio artist, Twee, likes to mix things up. Hi, my name is Twee McCallum. I'm a New York-based sound designer, and I am the first woman of color sound designer on Broadway. When I first got the piece, I read it straight through and didn't work on anything. And then I took a few days and read it again and immediately started building as I was reading the piece. And then a few days later, I went back and I added a whole bunch more stuff to it. So I was fighting with myself of like, should I be simple or should I do a whole bunch of things at one time? And I think the final outcome of it is definitely a whole bunch of stuff at one time. Go Twee! Man, y'all, the guest artists are lit. I cannot help but want to hang out with them a little bit longer. Oh, okay, wait, 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 wait. I have an idea. I hope you're not too tired, because after this break, you gotta come join us at the after hours spot. It's gonna be match. <laughs> like, we're just gonna be talking or whatever. Nothing major, promise, I promise. Come on, come on, come on. You have to come. It's going to be fun. Come on, come on. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. 
eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. So, Mike and Taji and Twee, welcome to You Heard Me Right. I... For this particular group, I wish we had some glow sticks and some I don't I don't know some what happens at the raves. <laughs> I'm, I'm like bal- balloons and streamers, well. but I think that's that's wrong. I'm not gonna say the stuff that happens there because it's a wholesome family show. It's not. Um, but yes, yeah, so happy that you are here. Um, as you know. Taji is our writer in the group and was given the theme Rave to respond to in a written piece. That written piece was then given to the two of you, Mike and Twee, our soundies, to respond to uh, sonically. So we are going to hear those pieces now. Um, be going going through your headphones. And I guess we will let's start off with Twee. And oh god. Well, it's gonna okay. Be amazing. Okay, can't wait, can't wait. <laughs> Such details. Uh, and next, we will have uh, Mike's response to your writing. Thank you. 
Very nice. Oh, Thank yay. you for that. So, yes. Oh, yeah, I love them both so much. <laughs> yes. Tell us, tell yay. us. How did you feel about what you've just heard? Yeah. I love them both so much. So, like, with with Tweed's piece, it felt um, like a, a, a catalyst or a precipice or, like, something was taking off or, like, going far and away and like that was really exciting and then in Mike's piece like I felt like I really went on a journey because we started with we started and ended with the same sound but then there was this growth in um this journey in between the beginning sound and the end sound and it felt like in Mike's piece something was coming to life and that's a little bit what I was trying to get at or like thinking about creation and thinking about a thing coming to life through the piece that I wrote. And so I love the both of them so much. Thank you so much. This is so cool. (laughs) I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Taji and Mike, like uh, having hearing each other's pieces or having now just sort of completed this, having completed this collaborative project, like what are your thoughts? Are there anything that you're surprised about hearing in one another's piece? Anything that you were like, oh, yeah, I expected that? Or, like, what are your thoughts? It's interesting that we both use music. Oh, for sure. Yeah, at that. some point. And it's interesting about Mike using rain because the beginning of mine, the the dots, as I referred to them, were supposed to be a metaphor for, like, sweat almost Mm. so I think it's interesting that we both leaned into some type of like moisture I guess yeah (laughs) so yeah yeah no it was so I I was actually like really digging the drums in yours because that that felt very I felt very Mm -hmm. like of the era also too in a way that um that I remember yeah it's really rad yeah like yeah this like energy pumping beneath it all like this boom yeah, that is really that's bomb. That's really awesome. bomb. Okay. Yeah. So raves were moist places. Is that what we're? <laughs> yeah, for, uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been to a rave. I haven't either. I haven't either. Okay. At least right. I don't think I have. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've been to a rave either. What is an experience where you've been either at a concert, at a performance, at a place where it's like? Like, damn, this is the vibe, like right. the crowd, the music, the everything. Like, can you think of a, it could be recent, long time ago, where you've like experienced that, like, like yes, this is it. Yeah, that's actually one of my like favorite, that thing you're describing is like one of my favorite experiences in the world. And I feel really blessed to have experienced that a handful of times in my life. One that comes to mind is uh, Solange did an installation at the Getty Museum in LA about two years ago now and it it was this this piece this site specific piece exploring architecture and shape and sound and all of these bodies came out and all of these people came out and like pretty pretty uniformly and they were using their bodies to build these shapes and structures 
And then sound was coming from all over the place. So she was like controlling your gaze with sound because you were looking to see where the sound was coming from. And she just sort of like built a world in front of us. She and Gerard and Kelly, her collaborators, just sort of like built a world in front of us. And like there were these trumpets and then there was uh, Cooper Moore on the piano and there was these singers and... It, I just was so overcome with feeling just because, like, she built a world in front of me that I never wanted to leave. Sure. Yeah. What about you, Twee? I've never been to a concert, ever. Can we die? And it's so, but this is the thing, like, before the pandemic, there were a few concerts I really wanted to go to, but I always had, like, rehearsal oh. when I had to be there. Um, but in terms of like moving experiences with music and people enjoying the music, um, because I'm a theater person, like curtain call is always so emotional for me. Like when the show is over and then all the cast comes on stage and, you know, we play a song and then the audience stands up and claps, it always gets me Terry eyed because it's like mm-hmm. at some point this show might close you know and for everybody to come and watch this and you know with like theater specifically most theater productions aren't recorded or if they are mm-hmm. recorded it's it's for private use and I think that's one of the things that's special about theater from any other type of like art form is that like once it's there it's there and once it's gone like people can't see it anymore so that like final curtain call moment I think is really special in theater yeah so it like signals the point at which you missed it. it's like after this you missed it exactly right? you either there or you weren't yeah exactly exactly Yep. It's it's super ephemeral. Like because you can keep mounting the same performance over and over, but just by virtue of like the people who are in that space yep. in that moment, like the thing changes. Like yep. it alchemizes every like there's a new alchemy every time you invite in a new yep. audience and the cast and the creative team. Like everybody is walking into the space that day with a different thing or a new thing or some other part of themselves. And so yeah, the performance you saw last night, even though the lines are the same, like it's it's not the yeah. same performance. And exactly. I, I agree with that. So it was really interesting to hear you all talk about the experiences of like being in a place with people. Mm-hmm. And obviously last year we couldn't do that a lot. And especially as artists, performers, live performers, that was a thing that was removed from life for a little bit. So I'm curious to know what have you, or if anything, like have you learned more about yourself as a performer, creator, designer, artist, having had what you do sort of taken away from you for a little bit? Like how did having that removed from your life sort of affect how you approach your creative practice and process now i guess for my for my part i i would have loved to run toward my work but it totally knocked me off my horse mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't i think the first time in that even the couple of years before i had some uh was going through some personal stuff that had also knocked me off my artistic horse for a minute and i've kind of felt like right before the pandemic i was sort of like building up my mojo 
And then I was just like, oh, yeah, I can do this again. This is cool. Right? I got a thing going on. And then, like, lockdown happened, and it just stopped. Um, so I don't know. So there was there was a great pause for me. Uh, but I sure as hell wasn't making anything at that time. <laughs> I was just feeling very dry. You were making it. <laughs> just well, around, just like, yeah. <laughs> how just, do you keep moving? Yeah, just trying to get by. I have to answer. <laughs> you, if not if you don't want to. If you if you don't have, it, but you know, like if you do, like that'd be cool. But like you don't have to. I don't think my answer is like okay to say. Well, during the pandemic, I paused for like a month, and then honestly, I worked the whole pandemic. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of like podcasts, radio plays, short films, all of that. And of course, I'm grateful for it because a lot of people lost work. But in hindsight, I kind of wish I didn't work so much because I didn't get um, a break. Um, I found myself becoming like everybody's black girl that they wanted to hire for Mm. better or for worse, which is not necessarily a bad thing to be a diversity hire but and I still tell my friends this now before the pandemic like when I first moved to New York I sent my resume to so many theaters and like nobody ever hired me and then as soon as the pandemic happened and even now like everyone wants to hire me and even now I'm trying to find moments to rest. I do feel like some people didn't get time to rest during the pandemic, especially, you know, people who work in medical care, people who work in grocery stores and things like that. And I don't think they will ever emotionally recover Mm. from what the pandemic did to them. Um, So, yeah, of course, the pandemic was hard for all of us, but as I reflect on the past few months, I think so many people are happy to be back at work. And I don't think I feel that happiness if I were to be transparent. And that's why I didn't want to answer this question. So, But that's real, though. I get everything you're saying makes perfect sense to me. And I guess I don't know. I, I just don't think that like any shame around work or getting opportunities to work and being offered a surplus of opportunities to work in this moment is is not yours to own. Like that belongs to somebody else for not being willing to listen to your work and see your work prior to this moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not like you can't control that the floodgates opened at this time. That like that says more about the gatekeepers than it does about the people being let inside the gates. Yeah. yeah. You know, so yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I I I was I was working during the the pandemic. I just wasn't doing what I love doing, mm-hmm. right? So that you know, I I felt very grateful to be employed, but really wanted to be making art, which wasn't paying. I mean, that wasn't what was paying my bills. And I think I I, I realized that like also once it was all remote like that, no one could switch off. Yep. So if you were in a working mode it was very difficult to not be in that mode. Yep. Um, I did feel that. 
No, I appreciate like all of the the honesty. There are no right answers here, no wrong answers. Like whatever the honest answer is for you, that's the answer. Mm. Okay, so I have a fun sort of final question. I hope it's I hope it's fun. People keep saying fun, so that's good. <laughs> it's like a like a party in here, like a rave. Oh. <laughs> um, if you were throwing a party, it could be any kind of party you want. It could be birthday, just cause, New Year's, dream party guests, dead or alive. If you were throwing a party, who would your dream party guest be? That's a great question. Just one guess? Oh, if we want to, I mean, if you were extrovert and you have more than one friend that you know that you would want to invite, uh, then, yeah, it could be more than one. That's easy for me. <laughs> one person I hope I meet before I die is Michelle Obama. I stand <laughs> Michelle Obama. I don't even care that she's like 40-something 50-something years old, like, I will party with her. It don't matter if we go to a club or if we go into, like, a little bougie party where we have to get dressed up. I love her, and I want to spend time with her. I want us to, like, you know, indulge in some things that she probably should not indulge in. Um, And I think she'd be so great to, like, talk to, especially because she has kids my age. So, like, you know, parents are usually a lot more fun Uh. than what we give them credit for. (laughs) So, yes, Michelle Obama is my dream party guest. Wow. I love it. Let's, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to get crunk with the former first lady. Yes, exactly. I'm mad at it. Now I feel pressure to be like Frederick Douglass. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's a fun. That's that's really funny. Um, I don't know, Mike. Yeah. Do you have anyone? Oh, this is like the worst. This is like my nightmare question. <laughs> I, you know, because like there's so much tre- pressure to like pick someone like pithy and cool or whatever or some, something nobody's thought of or whatever but it, yeah because I think that like going to a party or if I had to invite someone to a party I'd want to pick somebody close to me like mm-hmm. I'd want to pick someone who I know who I can like run to if I'm scared do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like that's <laughs> that's what I want at the party with me that's cool introvert party time yes yeah, you need your safe person <laughs> You need your safe person to be like, okay, we gotta, we gotta go now. Right. No. Somebody be like, okay, I'm freaking out, and I need you to get me out of here. Is this going to be the first ever? Party? You heard me right. Yes, party. you heard me right. Party planned by Twee and Taji and Mike. I am so here for it. <laughs> sure to tune in next week when a writer activist, synth pop princess, and high school teaching MC attempt to figure out the impossible. We'll hear you later. You Heard Me Right is a Spotify Sound Up original series and was workshopped as part of the Sound Up Podcasting Accelerator at Spotify headquarters in New York City. From Could Be Pretty Cool Productions, this episode was produced and edited by Casey Willis. Mixing and sound design by Moon Echo Audio. Videography by Jacob McCoy. Our executive producers are Casey Willis and Moon Echo Audio. 
special thanks to Gina, Farron, Lexi, Caroline, and Simone. From Spotify, executive producers Julie McNamara, Corinne Gilliard, Natalie Tillock, and Jane Zumwalt. For more information about today's guest artists, visit us at HerdWrightPod.com or follow us on IG at HerdWrightPod. Thanks for listening. Thank you.